going to turn things over to the garden guru himself, Mr. Mark Weber, so he can start off the first full hour of this weekend's edition of Garden Talk. Good morning. Good morning. You know, folks, it is March 16th, 2019, and spring is in the air, and the season to sow grass seed is upon us. The time to transplant and plant trees and shrubs and a number of different things is upon us. And also, this is the, also the season of pruning. But more so, this is the season to get your lawn, garden, and landscaping questions answered at 457-1290 as we begin the first hour of what will be three great hours of radio right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's Consumer Warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. morning each and every one of you and welcome to what will be three great hours of radio right here on am 1290 and news 95.7 whio my name is mark weber and i have been hosting this legendary broadcast now for 28 plus years and i hope to answer your gardening questions today at 457-1290 if you've got a question about your lawn your landscape if you've got a question about your garden or or whatever you're trying to grow you got a question about trees and your power lines whatever you may have um, I'm here to help you now for three hours, um, 180 minutes. <laughs> um, and as we begin this morning's broadcast, it is the time in the season to get excited. It's time in the season that so much is going on outside. Every day, it seems like a new adventure in the landscape. The um, buds have begun to grow. You're seeing bulbs begin to grow. You'll be seeing your turf start to green up a little bit, hopefully. You're seeing a bunch of stuff starting to happen. Um, and I know there are some people out there think it can't happen fast enough, and I can understand. After the long, long last uh, portion of this winter, it seemed like it just never wanted to let its uh, deadful grips go. But, uh, you know, the good news is the days have grown longer. The birds are chirping. The squirrels are going crazy. <laughs> They seem to be very hungry right now these days. My wife the other day was explaining to me the, the, the odd behavior of our squirrels in our yard. Um, but as we begin this morning's broadcast, I, I cordially want to invite you to call us at 457-1290. And what we do here on Garden Talk is very unique. And, and let me explain how all of this works. If this is the first time you have tuned into this station or the first time that you have listened to the show. We've been on the air for 28 years. Um, and, and what I do is unique from the standpoint is, is I give you analysis that you will not get anyplace else. Um, and the reason that I can give you that ana analysis is, is because I've been in the industry that long. I've been in the industry 40 plus years of combined real life, real world experiences in growing trees and plants and vegetables and perennials and managing vegetation, doing a lot of stuff that uh, takes a lot of technique and expertise. Um, and the reason that I can do all those kind of things is because I hold a two degrees in horticulture from, you may have heard of it before, Ohio State University. Um, I, when I went there, they had a, st a stellar program in horticulture, and I mean stellar. Uh, a lot of things have changed since then, those days, but that's okay. Um, I started out in the industry when I was about 15 years old. Yeah, 15 years old. I was um, had a lot more hair and was a lot skinnier back in the day, but uh, I started in the industry healing in bare root plants on a cold, windy March day up in northwest Ohio. So that's where my beginnings and where my roots are at. Um, I'm also hold two degrees. Like I said previously, I'm also have worked in the industry in a lot of different places and fashions. I've run my own business, uh, since 1997, one of the few businesses still alive in today's world in the whole world of horticulture since 1997, which I'm really keep pinching myself about on that front. I'm also, 
designated by the International Society of Arboriculture as a board-certified master arborist. Less than 2% of all the certified arborists in the world hold that designation, and I'm very proud of that. In fact, uh, that's kind of one of the things that makes me unique. Um, I'm also a certified professional horticulturalist. And you say, what the heck's that? Well, the American Society for the Horticultural Sciences has a, a unique designation, and they only give it to a few people. I think right now, with the, with the American Society for the Horticultural Sciences, I think they have no less than 79 worldwide, and I'm one of the 79. And I own a lot. I have a number of other things that I have certifications in, but I'm not going to bore you with all that st- academic stuff. But today is a great day. And today is a day when I want you to call us at 457-1290. I want to take a litany of your questions. If you've got a question about your lawn, I want to hear about it. If you've got a question about uh, trees in your landscape and about planting them, we're going to talk a lot today here on Garden Talk about uh, trees, right place, right site, right soil, long-life trees. And we're going to talk about how planting trees in the right position in the landscape is so important. And the thought process that if we plant a tree in a place and I'll take care of it and I'll prune it back in 10 years never happens. And you actually create more problems than good. And, and, and the fact that we shouldn't be putting trees close to power lines and how we shouldn't be putting trees... Um, over that are going to grow into our homes if we don't if we can plant certain varieties it's about intelligent tree management we're going to talk a lot about that today Um, i'm also going to be talking about food stuff and one of which is how you can plant onion sets this time of year and get a really quick crop of green onions as well as fresh eating onions it is so simple that even Mr. Audi can plant onions, okay? Hope you heard that. <laughs> I don't care how bad your thumb may be, green thumb. If you have a black thumb, purple thumb, or whatever color thumb you have that's not green, you can grow green onions. Anybody can grow green onions from onion sets. And we're going to talk about the simplistic world of onion sets, but how easy it is for you to uh, replenish your gar- your food, your kitchen table. And, and, and we're also going to talk about, we've got a lot to talk about today, we're also going to talk about mulch madness. Um, it is the season where you're going to see a lot of people mulching landscapes, and we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the evil, and how you should not have any mulch. And we're going to say this a gazillion, billion, dillion times, how uh, you should have no mulch up against the trunks of your trees, period. There should be at least a 12 to 18-inch space. We're going to talk a lot about that today. Uh, I walked into the radio station, and what did I see? Bad mulching. (laughs) And we're going to talk about what you should look for in good mulch and what mulch really does for the landscape. Um, We're also going to talk to Randy Tischer today from Green Velvet Sod Farms. There's a lot of turf with a lot of stress and peril right now with long winter, and one of which I see a lot of snow mold even in my yard. We're going to talk about moss today. Um, we're also going to be spending a lot of time today um, talking to all of you. Um, and with all of that being said, we're going to do a what plant I am today at some point in time where I'm the plant and your guys' job is to guess what I might be. And along with all of that as well, taking your calls. 457-1290. That's 457 457- 1290 and I would love to hear from each and every one of you. Well, when we come back, we'll be taking your calls along with that as well. Enjoying this wonderful time of the year called spring on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dollar Shave Club. Dollar, but way more than just Shave Club. Dollar, that's right, everything you need to get ready in the bathroom club. Dollar, and they're all top-shelf products too, club. Dollar, and can you believe it's only $5 to get started, club? 
$5. Shampoo, conditioner, body wash, face wash, toothpaste, toothbrush, prep scrub, shave butter, shave lather, post-shave cream, post-shave dew, beard oil, repair serum, hair gel, hair paste, hair cream, pomade, hand cream, face moisturizer, lip balm, colognes, butt wipes with the cool peppermint tingle. Oh, and of course, really, really great Razors Club. Dollar, but we're certainly not going to change our name to that club. Right now, join the club with one of our shave, shower, or oral care starter sets for just five bucks. After that, the restock box ships regular size products at regular price. Get this deal at dollarshaveclub.com slash Dayton today. That's right, that's the name of your city after our web address. dollarshaveclub.com slash Dayton. David Cemetery offers many options for your cremation, from niches in our mausoleums and columbariums to a ground burial in our traditional grave spaces or scattering in our remembrance circle. Like traditional burial, placing a cremation in a columbarium or mausoleum niche offers family and friends a physical location for memorialization. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. Birds unlimited. Valentine's Day has come and gone, but romance is still in the air. For the birds, that is. Nesting season has begun, and most birds will have two to three broods between now and the end of July. You can help Mama Bird and her babies by offering nesting boxes and foods that are not only rich in protein, but in calcium as well to strengthen eggshells and those newly forming bones. Stop in and learn more about helping nesting birds this spring at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at the corner of Far Hills and Stroop. See your new floor in our store today. Carpet Consultants has one of the area's largest showrooms with a huge in-stock inventory. Our staff can help with hardwood flooring, waterproof luxury vinyl plank and tile, ceramic tile, and pet-resistant carpeting. Carpet Consultants can help with no hype, no hassle, and no pressure. Locally owned, quality service, and value since 1989. Located two blocks west of I-75 on 725 by the Water Tower. Visit Carpet Consultants do you own an annuity? Some annuities can have catastrophic fees, risk of loss to principal, and very few benefits. Others can provide substantial bonuses, guaranteed growth, and guaranteed lifetime income. Shouldn't you find out what annuities are best for you? Call Rusty Miller for your complimentary retirement and income kit and annuity rate report at 844-912-7233. That's 844-912-SAFE. Call 844-912-7233. Need to remodel or refinance your home? Open a home equity line of credit with Abbey Credit Union. Interest as low as prime plus 0%. Visit us in Vandalia and Troy or at abbeycu.com. Hey, WHIL listeners, this is Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirstie Zontini. As we transition from winter weather to spring weather, count on us for important local weather updates you need to keep your family safe around the clock here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. It is 620, 20 minutes after 6. Let's, let's spend a little time and check out the weather. Chilly to start off this morning. Temperatures around the upper 20s at the coldest point. There's a breezy conditions out there as well. That's making wind chills start off around the lower 20s. Mostly sunny out there today. Again, that breeze is sticking around with a high of 42 degrees. Clear overnight tonight. We're starting off Sunday on St. Patrick's Day with a chance for snow showers, eventually transitioning to rain showers by the afternoon with a high temperature of 43 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HD7 radar shows uh, no precipitation. Yippee! 32 degrees up at the airport, 34 in Springboro, 31 in Wilmington, 28 at my house. On the station that you depend on for garden talk and everything else, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of Garden Talk today. We would love to take your calls and talk a little bit about your landscape and everything else. And uh, without further ado, let's jump aboard on the telephone lines. And by the way, if you've got a gardening question, we have an open line for you this morning at 457-1290, that's 457-1290. Let's go talk to Robin. And Robin, good morning, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning. How are you today? 
<laughs> I am glorious, Robin. <laughs> well, I'm not so glorious. I have a question about stink bugs. Yeah, like you like pick a really lousy question at six twenty-two in the morning, but it's okay. Go ahead. That that that. Please don't take offense to that. That was just a joke. I'm just curious. Is there some kind of plant or planting style is that I may have in my yard that attracts these insects? Because I would like to plant something that would make them go away. No. Oh. <laughs> You know, the marmul brown marmulated stink bug is an invasive pest, okay? Mm -hmm. um, it came to the United States from Asia um, around the mid-1990s. Uh, they believe possibly stowed away in some type of shipping containers when it was brought into the United States. Um, mm -hmm. Currently, I'm, seeing, I'm looking at the EPA website, and it says in, it's been a, a positively identified in 38 different states, including the district and and the District of Columbia. Mm -hmm. um, it's it, it's you know I know for people's residences it's a nuisance. Okay, the real problem with this insect is the uh, fruit and vegetable growers. This okay. this insect is 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 costing them a lot of money to produce products. Um, because this this insect just wreaks havoc on on fresh fruits and vegetables, um, okay. and 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 this is a you know a, a good example of 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 why we as as caretakers of the earth have to be really careful about what we buy, bring, and use from different parts of the world. And, and a, a few months, about a month ago, I sat through a really interesting conference about tree variety selection and how we plant too much of certain varieties of plants and how, you know, it's always everybody wants to blame, blame um, China for this and China for that. Much of China and Asia is very similar from environmental things with trees and plants and insects and diseases than what we have in North America. Did you know that? No. Yeah. In fact, a lot of the same trees that they grow, trees and plants that they grow in, in Asia and China look like almost identical to the same trees and plants that we grow in North America. Hmm. So, and what's fascinating about this conversation is, is that, you never have invasive pests. We've never had a big time issue with invasive pests that come from Europe. And the difference being is, is they, they theorize that um, in, in North America, our rivers pretty much run north and south, okay? Okay. Our mountain ranges run north and south, right? Yes. Asia, their rivers run north and south, and their mountain ranges run north and south. The difference in Europe is their rivers, a lot of them run east to west, and their mountain ranges run east to west. Mm -hmm. So when we had the glaciers, so did people, so did they have them in Asia. And the difference being is, is the mountain ranges in Europe stopped a lot of different varieties of pests and things from happening because of the glaciers and the, and the way that the mountain ranges are arranged. So the problem is, is there are insects in the, in the U.S. that they've brought to Asia will wreak havoc on them. And there are insects and disease that are in Asia come to the United States that wreak havoc on, havoc on us. And the brown stink marmalade stink bug is one of those pests. So here's kind of some tips to follow for your own house, okay? Make sure your windows are cocked inside and out. Make sure that you've got weather stripping on all your entry and exit doors. Rake away debris and vegetation from your home's foundation. Um, inspect and seal cracks in your foundation blocks. Um, secure crawl spaces. Make sure that uh, your home is tightly sealed. And that's kind of the big thing here is that these little creatures can get through the smallest spaces. Yes, they can. And the bottom line is if you get them in your house, there's a really nifty way to capture them. If you take your vacuum cleaner and put maybe like a pantyhose sock on the individual manifold part that you pull off, like the suck the yeah. carpet up, yeah. you put pantyhose uh, on that um, and then 
fasten it down with a rubber band. I'd hope otherwise you'll have a motor full of pantyhose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you can suck up the little marmalade stink bugs and catch them in the pantyhose and throw them away. And throw them away. Okay. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it, like I said, there is no quick fix to this. But the bottom line is if you can kind of tighten up your house a little bit with the way that they get in and out um, or get a dog like I got. I got a dog that actually finds them. Um, I did. I, we lost our one Wyoming that She would literally uh, I, I'd be downstairs working and next thing, you know, she'll be barking. And I would run upstairs to see what she was barking. And she'd find one in the very corner, top corner of the ceiling. <laughs> and eat it. Did she eat it? She would put them in her mouth, but she'd always spit them out. Oh. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> God bless her soul. We, we, we lost her um, back oh. in January to cancer. Her name was uh, um, Lady Lacey. She was an oh. amazing, amazing dog who never had one thing ever go wrong with her her whole life. And um, she decided one day that she doesn't wasn't felt feeling very good we took her to the veterinarian and six days later we had to put her down because she had cancer in her liver and her spleen just that quick so it was pretty pretty hard on my particularly hard on my wife and hard on me too because she was she was truly a guy's dog i mean this dog and i would walk literally i i walked two day two hour two miles a day to take help Mm -hmm. take care of myself and Lacey and i would walk every morning and um, and we have a puppy now whose name is Lady Luna, who was learning how to walk and hunt from her friend Little Lacey. But Aww. but now it's just me, and me, me, Kim, and Little Lacey. So I mean Luna. But uh, I digress about my dog love. But <laughs> well, I appreciate. It. I knew that you'd be the person to ask, even though it wasn't specifically about landscape. It's those little bugs do live in the landscape, unfortunately. Well, you know, entomology, and that's a study of insects, is an extremely interesting topic to me. I, I love to talk about bugs, and bugs have a lot of good things they do for the environment. But this is clearly, this is a real true case where I'm kind of showing you where just don't think it's somebody's fault. This is something that's on a worldwide basis, and we've got to find a way to, you know, to manage these type of pests. And, yeah. and, and it's something that within the way that we trade amongst each other, the way that we ma- manage our port, the materials that come through our ports, it's, this, is a, this is a bigger issue than just Dayton, Ohio. I mean, and, and, and the danger lies is the fact that it affects them as much as it affects um, them. So, ma'am, have a good weekend. Thanks for being part of the show. Thank you, sir. Thank ba- you. Bye-bye. More Garden Talk will continue with Mulch Madness. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Coming up right after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news? WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 6:30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO news update. Our top story we're following this weekend. Really, we're looking at officers wanting everyone to be safe. The steps that they have in place to keep the roads safe this St. Patty's Day. We've cooled down quite a bit, but warmer weather is closer than you think. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic looking all clear out there right now. Oh, checking out the freeways and the major service streets throughout the Miami Valley. No major accidents to be seen. And it is our top story on this St. Paddy's Day weekend. The Montgomery County Sheriff's Office wants everyone and anyone who plans on celebrating to have a designated driver. More patrols and checkpoints will be held throughout the Miami Valley to help keep impaired drivers off the street and to keep them from getting behind the wheel at all. Last year, 42 drivers were arrested near the checkpoints at Austin Pike and State Route 725. So far, there's been six. A statistic Robert Berenson says is sad. Drunk driving is a really big problem in this country, and anything they can do to reduce that, it's a good idea. 
That's WHIO's Monica Castro reporting. The Arrive Safe program will be offering free cab rides of up to a $50 fare until Monday morning. All those who need to find a safe way home. Now you can see more information on that at our website. Just check out WHIO.com. Well, now to Yellow Springs, where as many as 30 people are going to be searching John Bryant State Park this morning for a missing man. 26-year-old Lynyrd Clark has been missing since January. His parents think he was traumatized after he cleaned up the scene of a deadly shooting. Clark's parents say he suffers mental health issues and he's homeless. Last month, crews searched Glen Helen Nature Preserve, where Clark would sometimes sleep, but they couldn't find him. That's WHIO's Kate Bartley reporting. Well, area religious groups are emphasizing unity after a terror attack at two mosques in New Zealand and recent damage at a Dayton mosque. Several local religious organizations also tightening security amid safety concerns. Many have sent messages of hope to support the Muslim community, including Facebook posts from the First Baptist Church of Dayton, the First Lutheran Church, and Temple Beth of Dayton as well. Let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable weather forecast from meteorologist Jesse Mag. Clear skies to start off in the morning hours, breezy and chilly, low temperatures around 29 degrees. That puts wind chills in the lower 20s. We're looking at mostly sunny skies out there today, still breezy with a high temperature up to 42 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar looking all clear throughout the Miami Valley, 28 degrees in Troy, 31 in Springfield, 32 here in Dayton at 633. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Hi, this is Steve Bruns of Bruns General Contracting based in Tip City. As an exclusive Nucor Building Systems partner, my family has earned a reputation in Miami Valley for its dedication to quality and craftsmanship, making Bruns one of the area's premier design-build general contractors. We are proud to be celebrating our 65th year in business. If you would like to join us, we are hiring in many skilled trade positions and project managers. Bruns General Contracting will provide you with health, dental, and vision benefits, life insurance, 401k, paid holidays, vacation time, and more. Please call our office between 8 and 5 at 937-339-2300 to set up your face-to-face -face interview. We want to hear from you if you share our values of trust, integrity, loyalty, and hard work. Bruns General Contracting is an NFIB member and an equal opportunity employer. Tax season might be an identity thief's favorite time of year, folks, and that's because there's a chance that your personal information could be exposed with all the tax paperwork going back and forth online. A cyber criminal only needs your name, your date of birth, and your social security number to get a tax refund in your name. They do that by filing before you do. That's a good thing there's LifeLock. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to see threats to your identity that you could miss if you're just looking at your credit score. If there's an identity theft issue, LifeLock's dedicated restoration team members will work to fix it. Now, of course, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions and all businesses, but LifeLock helps protect your identity during tax season and beyond. Sign up right now, get 10% off your first year. It's lifelock.com, or you can call them 800-440-4833. Make sure you use my name as the promo code when you sign up. You get 10% off. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Did you know you can get our latest news flash briefing on your smartphone or iPhone? Use the Google Assistant app and say, play WHIO News. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow. I never want to feel like I am a broken record. <laughs> you know, people go, what's a broken record? Well, a broken record in the old days was that you would have a 33 or a 45 and there would be a spot in the record that keep would keep uh, repeating itself. And the same song would go down to down, down to down, down to down, down to down. I know nowadays broken records are uh, uh, understandable to certain portions of our generation. But this topic has become a broken record. <laughs> and it's simply that uh, proper mulching matters and you do not want to do what they call volcano mulching. So let's describe what volcano mulching is. That's where we pile organic materials 
um, on the trunk of a tree and we piled it up so it appears like your tree has a become part of the Allegheny Mountain Range or part of the Rocky Mountain Range. Um, this is probably one of the quickest ways I know how to shorten the life of your tree. Um, and here's some basic bottom line things about use of mulch. Um, use organic forms of mulch. You don't want to use mulches that don't decompose. The vast majority of mulches that comes in, come in bags will aren't good for your trees and plants. You heard me right. You want to use bulk mulches. Second of all, buy mulches with approximately a 30 to 1 carbon to nitrogen ratio. And I go, how do I know that? Now, a lot of that comes from the composting process. If the mulch has been highly composted, it'll have that 30 to 1 ratio. If you buy mulches that don't have that 30 to 1 ratio, then make sure that you water them in rigorously when you put them down. Second of all, finer grade mulches, that really fine stuff, will mat on the floor of the landscape, which makes it very hard for plants to exchange water, nutrients, and for air to escape out of the soil. So the coarser grade mulches are a better choice for your landscape. Next, when mulching, do not exceed two to four inches of new and old growth, of a new and old uh, accumulation. If you are applying more than four inches of mulch, you are applying too much. That's old and new. Second of all is never, 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 never pile mulch up against the stems of plants. There should be at least a space of 12 to 18 inches from the plant stem out to where the mulch begins. If you follow those useful tips, you'll avoid things like stem growing roots, rodents eating your trees and plants, and more so, a happier and healthier landscape for this season and for the seasons to come. You've been into the garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290, if you want to learn more about mulch madness and the right way to mulch your landscape, um, go to gardentalkblog.com. Com. Let's head back to the telephone lines and talk to your friend of mine, Mr. Rich Pearson. Good morning, Rich Pearson. Good morning, Mark Weber. How are you? I'm well. I see that you had the same uh, thought mind, mindset as I did. But you have um, kind of an interesting twist to what you want to talk about. So talk a little bit about much ado about mulch. Well, yeah, and... Um, and actually, it dovetails very nicely with what you're uh, talking about with mulch. Certainly, you know, I talk about using the organic stuff and, and mm -hmm. something with a uh, multiple particle size to allow air and water penetration better. Right. But something that I uh, – and I actually used to use a question on how to do this when uh, uh, I was able to write some uh, hiring questions when I was hiring staff. And uh, it was – you have a garden this size, how much mulch do you need for it? Right. And uh, we dovetail nicely on the you know, industry standard is no more than four inches. Two to four inches is what's recommended. I tend to use the two inches um, just to avoid over mulching. Mm -hmm. But how do you get to know how much to put down? And it involves math. Never one of my strong subjects, but... <laughs> It's just kind of simple geometry, and since we did just pass Pi Day, you know, geometry's on my mind. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so it's it's just a matter of getting out there with your uh, your tape measure, and you measure the length of the bed mm -hmm. in inches. Mm -hmm. You measure the width of the bed in inches. Mm -hmm. Multiply those two numbers together, and that gives you the area of your bed in inches. Right. Then you multiply that by two. Mm -hmm. That gives you the volume of mulch to that you need in inches, cubic inches, for that area. Now, if you walk into a store or go to a mulch dealer and ask for 5,795 cubic inches of mulch, <laughs> they're going to look at you like you're way yeah. crazy. Yeah. So what you need to do is com convert that 
two cubic feet mm-hmm. if you have uh, just not too much and you're going to buy bags or you want to convert it to yeah, cubic no, yards. No bag, no bag mulch, please. Bag mulch is bad. It, the, the biological well, I'm trying to get thing. people. Yeah, we, I know. we got to get them there in baby yeah. steps, though. Yeah. So then you multiply because you need cubic feet. A cubic foot is 12 inches wide, 12 inches long by 12 inches high. Mm-hmm. That's 1,700 and some odd inches. You divide that number that you got with all your measurements by that number, mm-hmm. and that gives you the number of cubic feet that you need. Yep. This math. That will get you everything you need. Most bagged mulch comes in three to four cubic foot bags. Preferably, you want to get it bulk and you want to see what you're getting before you buy it. Uh, it's going to have more air in it if it arrives bulk, but you're going to be dealing in numbers of cubic yards. And a cubic yard, depending on your physical ability, you're looking at, oh, a whole bunch of wheelbarrow loads with one cubic yard. So know that going in. That's yeah. It's usually typically, I think three typical three typical yard uh, wheelbarrows, landscaper wheelbarrows equals a cubic yard. Um, yep. Yeah, I just my, then, my, my brain working yeah. in a direction that it does. But go ahead. <laughs> but then what folks need to do before they but yeah they can do their calculations. But before you buy your mulch and get it delivered. Go out with a fork, either a manure fork or a hay fork, my two favorite tools for mulching. Stick it in the ground and see how deep what's there is, mm-hmm. and you're probably going to notice a little crust on top. Right. So use that same tool and just fluff that up. That'll do two things. It's going to break that kind of faded crust on top and kind of mix it in, and it's going to add a lot of air to your mulch. It may be you don't need any mulch at all because if it hasn't decomposed, rather than make it look fresh and pretty by adding another layer on top, fluff what you have, and you're going to need a whole lot less than you think. You may not need any at all, and you're going to have the same effect. And there you have it. Well, you and and let's let's mulching. yeah, and let's kind of talk a little bit more about this mulch thing because a lot of the times. People think, you know, mulch to, for a lot of people is purely aesthetics. And they don't frankly get the fact that there's more to mulch than just aesthetics. Mulch does what we call, um, it returns organic matter to the soil. And that's one of the first primary things that matters is, is that we don't want, we want to return organic matter to the soil. If we don't return it back to the soil, um, the soil will lose the, its ability to, to function. Um, and so that's right. why using mulches that have high levels of, or of, that will decompose will do tremendous um, benefits for the soil. And the next right. thing and that's recognizing that your soil is, is actually alive. It's an organism as well. And right. so, that is a way to feed your soil. Right. And so the next thing that comes with it is particle size. There's a lot of mulches that are so fine that they're like, like almost like powder. Um, mm-hmm. And you've got to be really careful because these materials, when they lock in like they do with these fine materials, they literally block the ability of air to escape out of the soil and they conversely block the way that moisture can go back into the soil. So because after a couple of rains, they crust over on top. Exactly. Um, And so it's important that all of our listeners realize that even though it may be that beautiful, fine mulch, uh, be really careful. You want, you know, I will tell you uh, from somebody that's looked at, a number of different um, uh, landscape problems over the years. One of the biggest things is these fine textured uh, mulches make the soils um, low in oxygen. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, you functionally shut down the plant's ability to exchange air, air out in and out of the soil. 
and so with all that being said, I, I just wanted to you know go over those basics today, Rich, because I wanted everybody to know that these these type of decisions that you're making are going to be huge impact on the health and the well-being um, of your landscape. Absolutely, and if folks sign on to the chat room, all of those those mm. that whole math process <laughs> is outlined there in my blog post. It's, it'll be easy for them to review and. Follow the numbers, so to speak. Yep, yep. And the, way, the other way that I do it, Rich, is I take the length and the width, uh, and I do it in feet, okay? And then mm-hmm. I, from there, um, take the amount of depth that I want to apply, and I apply that in feet as well. And then, so in other words, if I want to add two inches of mulch to a bed, I take mm-hmm. two inches divided by 12, Okay, so two divided by math step though, Mark. I know it. What equals? Well, you got to realize I'm 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 an ag econ minor, so my I love math. So it's point one six 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 whatever. Okay, all right, you got it. So if we have an area, let's say that's uh, twenty feet by twenty feet. Okay, that equals sixty six point six six cubic feet of um of uh mulch okay got mm-hmm. it okay so got we it. want to convert that to cubic yards there is typically 27 cubic yards yeah it's, but we're back to math again cubic so, feet. Yep. so you got 27 cubic feet in one yard so if we take 66.66 divided by 27 i only need 2.469 cubic yards of mulch which is two and a half, and um, you'll be lucky if somebody will give you two and a half. You ordered three yards. I, I agree with <laughs> you. I agree with you. But I just, I just wanted to say that there's doing the doing the math is not a really hard thing to do, but it just got to think in the the end term that you want to get because there are weird people like you and I, Mr. Rich. As always, <laughs> it's good to hear your voice. I hope you have a good day. It's time for me to go talk about onion sets. Okay. Onions, yeah, it is that season, isn't it? It is. Happy gardening, my friend. And to you. Take care, sir. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Folks, let's go into the garden kitchen. You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right down to it. If you've got a black thumb of any sort, you can grow this plant. If you've got a thumb, if you live in an apartment complex, you can grow this plant. I don't care where you live at. If you've got a little bit of sun, you can grow onion sets. Um, and what an onion set is, it's it's basically the onion plant in a very small, dormant little bulb. And it allows you the ability to push it literally just in the dirt. And it can be in a pot. It can be in a container. It can be in your garden. And these little dry onions will take root as the weather warms a little bit. It'll save you some money and approximately... Um, um, you will be able to produce some fresh green onions. And by late spring or so, you'll have these nice little bulb onions that you can cook and eat with. And even if you allow them to dry a little bit, you can keep them as well for a little bit of time as well. And onion sets come in reds and they come in yellows and they come in white onions. Um, you can buy them pretty much about any place that sells garden supplies. And you can even buy onion sets to plant in the fall as well. Keep in mind that onion sets are a very inexpensive way to replenish your table and a very fun way to create a very mild-tasting onion to enjoy during the summer season. So this week's In the Garden Kitchen is Onion Sets. You've been Into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now, 457-1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290, and when we come back, more garden talk after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 
It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Why Greater Dayton Surgery Center? I would recommend Greater Dayton uh, Surgery Center because I didn't have to stay there for two or three days. I was able to go home right after surgery and that was very important to me. Five months after the knee replacement, I was able to play in a tennis tournament and I wanted. Greater Dayton Surgery Center is Dayton's only outpatient surgical center offering same day joint replacement and spinal surgical procedures. Call 937-535-2200 or visit DaytonSurgeryCenter.com. You know, for many of us, your blinds, whatever you have on your windows, for many it's an afterthought, but with brand new, made-to-order custom window coverings from Blinds.com, well, you can radically transform the look and the feel of any room or your entire home. Now, they are currently celebrating 23 years online, over 15 million windows covered. Now, Blinds.com is America's number one choice for custom made-to-order window coverings. Well, Blinds.com, they make the entire experience fast and easy. Plus, every order gets free samples, free shipping, free professional online design consultation, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Now, just go to Blinds.com now through March 19th and get up to 45% off during their once-a-year anniversary sale and an additional 5% off site-wide just by using the promo code Hannity. That's Blinds.com, promo code Hannity. You get up to 45% off and an additional 5% off. Blinds.com, promo code Hannity. Rules, restrictions apply. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. Buying a car or truck? You kick the tires and we'll kick out a great rate. Abbey Credit Union has auto loan rates as low as 3.49%. This offer is good on new and used vehicles. Visit us in Vandalia or Troy or at abbeycu.com. Busy weekend, WHIO listeners. Make sure to check back Monday morning for traffic and weather every six minutes and the latest local breaking news on Miami Valley's Morning News with Larry Hansgen. Right here on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Garden Talk. It's 654. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Chilly to start off this morning. Temperatures around the upper 20s at the coldest point. There's a breezy conditions out there as well. That's making wind chills start off around the lower 20s. Mostly sunny out there today. Again, that breeze is sticking around with a high of 42 degrees. Clear overnight tonight. We're starting off Sunday on St. Patrick's Day with a chance for snow showers, eventually transitioning to rain showers by the afternoon with a high temperature of 43 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar calls clear conditions. We have a beautiful day on tap. It's going to be 32 degrees right now up by the airport, 34 up by Springboro. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast. I would love to help you with whatever is uh, happening in your gardening world. But more importantly, um, we would like to help you today. If you've got a question about your lawn, and I'm going to give you some real important um, tips right now that are going to um, be important to follow this time of year. Um, First of all, a lot of lawns right now have a lot of what they call snow mold. Snow mold. And snow mold is actually a fungus. It occurs from the, um, during the period of time when snow was so long over top of our turf. And many turf, a lot of the turf that you have right now may look like it looks matted. It looks, it may also appear to be where it's in a situation where um, it kind of looks kind of like somebody had a bad hair day. (laughs) So go out there this weekend, and this is a really simple thing you can do, is to simply just take a, a leaf rake 
and um, rake it. Just a simple raking of the lawn will take those grass blades, lift them up out of the soil, um, get them out of that matted condition, and by doing so will create um, um, a condition where that turf has been aerated, so to speak, and it's not all matted down. Give it a chance to get a little air around it, and uh, and in the end will cause it for it to... Um, to grow. Otherwise, it very well may be not, and you may not make it. Part of your lawn may die if you don't do this. So take a little time, walk around the landscape, and spend a little time looking at things this weekend. And if you see turf grass that's really matted down, it's a pretty good chance that that is uh, um, snow mold. And you need to take a little time to go ahead and get it lifted up and get it uh, going along the way so that it has the opportunity to air out just a little bit. 457-1290. When we come back next hour of Garden Talk, we're going to be talking about right tree, right place. And how planting trees in the right position in your landscape can have great long-term benefits but more so can lead to less maintenance and less care and less aggravation as well. And next hour as well, we're going to talk about what do you do if your neighbor's tree has a deficiency that is likely going to cause it to fall on your house? Hmm. It's a good question, isn't it? We'll talk about that in the next hour of Garden Talk, but more so giving you a little bit of great information as well about how to manage your yard, garden, and landscape. Also, during the week, if you ever need help with anything, you can always call my office at 937-835-3381 and also visit our company uh, website at www.weberlandscaping.com. In the next hour of Garden Talk, we're going to be talking to Mr. Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms and so much more here on the radio. I hope you're enjoying this morning's broadcast, and I look forward to talking to you in the next hour of Garden Talk. Give us a call at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. Give us a call here on Garden Talk, and I will be loving to talk to each and every one of you. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.